welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. Oh my gosh, this interview you are about to listen to is honestly my favorite interview. I'm not even joking. I feel like I say that every time, but literally, this just blows my socks off. You are going to love, love, love this. I cannot wait for you to hear Ashley Amudzai. She is a professional psychic and spiritual life coach who specializes in mindset evolution and manifestation. She supports her clients in designing a vibrant life through psychic readings, intuitive healing, and channeled coaching. She has created the Mediocre to Magical Academy to help educate the community about the metaphysical world and inspire them to create a magical life. This interview is pure fire. Make sure you go grab your notebooks, you take notes, you you listen, you open, you ask for guidance because exactly what you need to hear is going to be in this episode. I cannot wait to get started. Let's just dive in. All right, you guys. Well, I am so freaking excited. First of all, welcome back. But secondly, we have a super special guest today, and this is going to be such a special treat. Her name is Ashley Edmudzai. <laughs> I was like, I practiced that like five times before I came on. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, but really, um, she is such an incredible soul, such an incredible being. Her and I have become really amazing, great, incredible friends, and I'm so excited to see our friendship blossom even more. But I was like, oh my gosh, my audience has to know who she is. So. Miss Ashley, will you please just tell everyone who you are and how you got to be where you are today in your journey and all the fun things? Yes, absolutely. So again, Ashley Amudza, you said it right. Great job. I know it's a tricky <laughs> one. I just got married, so I'm getting used to saying it too. Yeah. So I am a professional <laughs> psychic, a professional psychic and a spiritual life coach. And uh, my journey has definitely been a rocky one, but I'm so blessed and grateful for it because it's brought me to where I am today. So um, from childhood, I had a really, really traumatic childhood physical abuse, verbal abuse, suicide, being taken away from my family by social services. Mm. It was rough. And so I went into my adulthood, my young teens, and as a young female with a lot of like poor coping skills. And so that led to severe anxiety and crippling depression and eating disorders and all of these things. And these, I'm sharing all of this vulnerably because it's things that people struggle with behind mm -hmm. closed doors and they don't talk about it. And so that was me. I was trying to put on this happy face, but the truth is that I was really struggling because I had all of these traumatic patterns and I would go to the doctor and they would just give me more medication. I would ask my friends or any sort of support system and they would say, Oh, just pray about it, honey. And I felt mm -hmm. so lost. I felt yeah. so unsupported. And I saw these other people with these beautiful lives 
And I envied that, but how could that, is it possible for that to be me? And so that really sparked my passion to create my own business because I made a promise that I'm going to be a role model, the role model that I needed at every single age. And so that's why now in my business, that's what I get to do as a psychic and as a spiritual life coach. Oh my goodness. That is so amazing. I know you just touched like so many people's hearts and they were like, Oh my God, I feel that. I feel that. Um, something that I would really love to dive into just kind of starting off the bat, because you talked about how you came from a a wonky background, right? With all of the things that you've been through, but look at where you are now. If people did not know that about you, they wouldn't, they probably would never imagine that that's what you went through, that that's what happened behind closed doors or that's what was going on on the inside. So how did you remove this past from your current identity? Yes, that is an excellent question. So um, I'll tell you another story that really was a huge, huge turning point for me in my life. Um, So I'd always been I'd always been a runner. I ran a 5k, 10k place. So naturally the next step Good was for to, you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm retired now and you'll understand after the story. <laughs> so my next step was to run a half marathon, but because I was so exhausted, I was on all these medications, again, the anxiety and the depression, I stopped training. So long story mm. short day of the race, my friend said, Hey, Ash, you're going to run it. Right. And I was like, "Ah, I guess I paid for it, so I will. Mm. If you ever decide to run a race, you should definitely train for it. Because uh, five feet before the finish line, I collapsed, had a seizure, and died on the spot. (gasps) Oh, my gosh! (laughs) I'm just like, jaw drop. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Back up. Can you say that again? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I was actually resuscitated in the ambulance. They cut my shirt open and everything. They had the shock pads on me. So I was resuscitated in the ambulance and I was in the hospital for three days because Mm. at the time I was in my early twenties and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me because I was a perfectly healthy 20, I think I was 23 at the time, 23 year old who just died. And that's that's what it was. They couldn't figure out what it was. And the conclusion was that I had uh, ran myself to death, which is kind of, it's not funny, but kind of funny because that's how I do life where I'm like, I have a goal. I have a mission. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Finish it out. So cool story about that is that even though I didn't have a finishing time alive, I had a finishing time on the gurney (laughs) because my bib indicated that I I had passed. So I was like, I've always been an overachiever. So I just really want to celebrate that. But anyway, yes, absolutely. That deserves a celebration. Like you finished the race one way or another, whether it was the way that you planned. No, but so set your intention and know that it will come to fruition. I love that. (laughs) So I was in the hospital for three days and the paramedics, they were so amazing. The paramedics who had saved my life, they came in and they shared, um, they brought me a medal because I did finish. So I got a medal. It was awesome. And they, so sweet. (laughs) So beautiful. But they told me what had happened and they said that I was clinically dead for three minutes. That's in while they were trying to get to me and doing the um, resuscitation as well. And then if I had been further down the path and if I had one more minute with the lack of oxygen, I would have potentially been a vegetable. So mm-hmm. hearing the, the phrases or the words potential vegetable and clinically dead, mm-hmm. I was 23 at the time. That was yeah. a huge shift in my life. And you know what? I realized 
we always talk about like on our tombstone, right? We have the, the year we were born and the year that that ends and the dash in between. That dash in between those numbers is our life. And that's what we get yeah. to create. And so if I think of, mm. I thought about that dash when I was in that hospital room and is this how I wanted my life to be? Did I want to be repeating those traumatic patterns, having eating disorders, being on all of these medications? And like, no, it wasn't. And I decided that I needed to make a change. And so the biggest part was deep, deep prayer. God, I am willing to receive. I am open to direction. Show me the next step. And for me, it really started with nutrition. And um, I met a health coach who showed me how to eat clean and whole foods and hormonally balanced. And when I was able to find a tribe through this group, it elevated my mindset, elevated my vibration, then I was eating healthier. So my acne went away, my health balanced out, I was able to get off of the medications. And I said, you know what, this, I get to design my life, I get to choose wow. my life has led up to this via a series of my own decisions. I choose to take responsibility of my life because I know <laughs> it could end just running a race. Who knew? Mm-hmm. So from that moment, so I was 23. And I'm 30 now. It's like seven years ago. <laughs> I I was taking the steps that I needed, whether it was reading a personal growth book, plugging into podcasts such as this, yeah. um, just reading about manifestation, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, where I am today as a psychic, another part of that is tuning inward to my own inner voice. I wasn't outsourcing through social media, through empty sex through drugs through these other things to make myself happy because again we need to take responsibility for our energy so i tuned inward and the more i did that through meditation the more my psychic gateway started to open and that's why my whole theme is elevating your life from mediocre to magical because it is so possible Mm, i love that okay let's dive into more of the listening to your inner voice Because I feel like so often we get really clouded with one, our own thoughts, two, everybody else's thoughts, three, (laughs) what society thinks. Like, it's just like, we get so clouded of what am I supposed to do? This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to think. This is how I'm supposed to dress. How do you suggest getting back in tune with your inner voice and actually listening to that rather than everything else and all the other noise? Yes. Excellent question. So first of all, it's recognizing it, recognizing what your inner voice is. And um, a really great example to help you kind of differentiate is if you've ever had heartbreak where somebody says something that's so hurtful, maybe it's a breakup, and you feel that physical burning within your chest, right? Ugh. That is an example of something intangible, an emotion, Mm -hmm. if you will, that manifests physically within our tissues and it's causing that pain. Same with if you get nervous before you give a presentation or anything like that. Where do you feel it? You feel it in your solar plexus right there in your stomach and you have to like go to the bathroom and you feel like you're going to throw up. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I got to (laughs) pee. Yeah. A million times. Be right back. So that is another example of Mm -hmm. something intangible manifesting physically within our tissues. Mm. So those are two very powerful examples of how our environment will create uh, what we think, what we listen to, what we watch. Mm -hmm. We are the average of the five people we spend the most time around, Mm -hmm. right? So if those people are really negative, that is going to become part of our tissues, part of our energetic body. And so 
that which does not serve us just doesn't feel right. So tuning into your inner voice, it's number one, important to realize that we are sometimes affected by our environment. So doing deep, right. deep clearing to remove any of that negative energy from your space so you can hear yourself more clearly. Another tip for that is just deep prayer, deep meditation. It doesn't have to be an hour long thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be five minutes just to tune in. I'll give you a pro tip that I love. I do this every single day, but it's my three-step prayer. And this three-step prayer helps, helps me stay focused and accountable every day. It yeah. also has really helped my intuitive and psychic abilities open and develop even more because I'm taking this time to set the tone for my day and also to clear that connection to higher source energy. And that three-step prayer is number one, 10 things of gratitude. So mm -hmm. grateful. So, so feeling deeply grateful for 10 new things every day. Step two is my affirmations and also my prayer. So what are my goals? Going over that and what it is that I want to create because we are worthy of abundance. Yeah. So acknowledging that, but also praying for our country, praying for certain people and their healing. So we're sending out those good high vibes uh, and, number, and also setting the tone for ourselves, what we want to create. And number three is, okay, God, show me how. And for me, God higher source, supreme being, they're all roads lead to the top of the same mountain. So mm -hmm. I say, God, show me how. And when I do that, I'm giving myself permission to hear the soft whispers of divine guidance that I yeah. know are my authentic truth. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned that the soft whispers, right? Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes when, and I know I thought this, when people would talk about it before I truly understand it. And to be honest, I feel like I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay. But <laughs> like we're, sorry, we're always a work in progress, but I remember people would be like, listen to your intuition. Like I had this woman one time tell me, she's like, Brooke, you're very intuitive. You just don't know how to listen to your intuition. And I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? <laughs> Like, how, what do I do from there? How do I get there? And so a lot of it was, you know, spending time being comfortable in quiet and nothing yeah. and no sound anywhere and, and learning how I need to do that for my body. But it doesn't have to be this like loud, like, ta-da, like, this is what you're meant to do. Like, <laughs> you know, when I first ever started my business, I talk about this and people will bring it up to me because I guess the way I talk about it, it's like as if like the clouds dispersed and light just came down on me. And it was like the perfect, like, I know exactly what I'm doing with my life. And it, it did not happen that way. It was literally just a little like boop of a nudge, like a little boop. This might be a good idea. And then it's taking that and running with it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And you know, you and yeah. I have talked about intuition that if it's a, mm, I don't know, maybe, or if it's like, oh, it doesn't feel right. That is mm. a hell no. Yeah. And then you have, we've made those decisions in life where you're yeah. like, hell yes. Someone's like, you want to go yes. and be, maybe I should be a digital nomad. And you're like, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's so true. I feel like I'm the best friend to go take shopping because I say this to them all the time. So like my friends will be like, do I, do you like this? And I'll be like, well, you're the one wearing it. Like, do you love it? And they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I was like, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Then like, yes, it's exactly. no. And I, I live my like my whole life like that. And that's what exactly what you're talking about. If it's, it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. Then it doesn't deserve our energy. It doesn't deserve our time. We can mm -hmm. move on to the next thing. 
Perfect. And I, uh, that's exactly same, same word. That's how I live my life. No matter yeah. what it is, I it has to be a hell yes. Everything because mm. that's your into your intuition. When you're fully tuned in, it's going to be mm. a non-negotiable. And again, we've all had those crazy ideas where someone's like, you're going to do what? And you're like, yep, I'm going to start my business as a professional psychic and spiritual life coach. Because <laughs> that's a hell yeah. yes for me. And if yeah. I like those so divine source energy will manifest in your body in very powerful ways. That being joy, happiness, abundance. So that hell yes comes from that space that's in your, like if you want to call it your spirit, your source, that particle of God within mm -hmm. you, right? That's where, when you're laughing so hard with your friends and you feel it and you feel that joy, that's where that hell yes comes from. So mm -hmm. that is your intuition. Tune into that. The other thing where you're hemming and hawing about yeah. it, it's like, no. Don't do it. It's not meant for you. You will yeah. know and trust yourself to know. That's the other big part of that. If mm. you don't trust yourself, you're, that's your responsibility to figure it out. Like we, <laughs> we have to learn to trust ourselves, to trust yeah. money, to trust the universe, to trust our intuition. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So what tips do you have for if someone like, is like, I think I trust myself. I just don't know, but how can they like anchor in more into that trust within money, God themselves, all of that? Like what tips or even strategies do you have to give to someone? Absolutely. So journaling is huge mm -hmm. because we'll take the example. Like you don't sometimes I'm a very, very faithful person because I have proven myself right again and again and again. And my specialty is manifestation. Mm -hmm. So if you set an intention and then it comes true again and again and again, you're like, wow, my intuition is pretty on point. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's easy to feel good when things are feeling really, really good. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also acknowledging that even if we say it was a, a relationship or we, we made a decision that we were like oh really like in hindsight you could look at it and be like what was that about knowing that even that was a lesson like there is beauty yeah. in everything there's no mistakes there's no coincidences like it is all life is happening for you it's not happening to you right and so when you start seeing everything with the silver lining and you see everything with a little bit of magic around it that's when you become very very faithful and then you're yeah. able to tune into your intuition even more so going back to journaling i feel it's very very important to get clear on exactly what it is that you want exactly mm -hmm. what it is that you um, are asking for. So that way you can prove yourself right. right. So um, dipping into manifestation, because again, that's one of my favorite things. And I yes. now, because I've really implemented the principles and I feel like I've mastered them, if I can't yeah. even say that, the universal laws, I manifest things so quickly. I yes. am so grateful. <laughs> but when you put, you have to put your order into the universe, just like you would at a restaurant, right? If mm. I say, oh, I want a sandwich. And they're like, okay. And they come back with a sandwich. And I'm like, ooh, actually I'm gluten intolerant. So I need gluten free bread and I'm vegan. So can I get some vegetables on there? <laughs> and yeah. And if anyone's worked in the industry, they know they're like, okay, well, could you have told me that the first time? And right. that's an example with manifestation. We have to mm. journal out or write out very clearly what our goals are. What is it that we want to see? And then we have something for our intuition to work with. 
right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't know where you're going, your intuition can't point you there. God doesn't steer a parked car. You got to right. know where you're going. And then yeah. the more that you prove yourself right, the more you're going to believe. But you have to set yourself up a through, for success. And I yeah. feel that journaling is a huge, huge part of that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I talk a lot about how really in our life, we have so much evidence to prove anything right that we want to prove right. And so it's like finding that evidence and seeking it. And if you, if you are not seeking it right now, or if you are like, I don't know what the evidence is, that is a perfect time to ask for this guidance because they will like literally whoever is with you, God, the universe, the angels, whatever you want to believe in will literally show you and be like, look at this divine appointment. Look at this, look at this happen and this happen and this happen. And it's all these incredible themes that just pile up and you're like, I'm amazing. Like, you know, (laughs) and then you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I remember now I'm amazing. Like, this is incredible. So I love that. Okay. So there's so much good stuff here. We talked about, um, your three part prayer in the morning and having that as a ritual every single day with gratitude affirmations and really claiming what you want. Right. And mm-hmm. just asking for guidance in that and trusting that it can be yours. Um, let's talk. I, I want to dive a little bit more into manifestation because it's not something that I, it's not directly what I talk about a lot on this podcast, but I'd love to kind of explore more of that because I remember when I first started this business, I had no idea what manifestation even was. I was like, what is this fancy word? How do I do it? So if you were like teaching a beginner about manifestation, how would you describe it? And how would you help someone become a better manifester? Excellent question. First of all, I would say similar to the journaling, you have to get really clear on what it is that you want. Number one. And number two is you have to use your big girl voice. So I have my little one, she's three years old. And sometimes she's like, mommy. And I'm like, honey, honey, sweet bunny. What is it that you want? (laughs) And she's like, uh, and I'm like, baby, use your words. Yeah. And so, mommy, I'd like some water. And I'm like, okay, here you go. Thank you. Right. <laughs> so in life and using, working with the universal laws to attract mm-hmm. and manifest what it is that you want, use your big girl voice. You can't mm-hmm. be like, well, I kind of want this. And I kind of don't like that. Be like, mm-hmm. be clear. That's really important. Again, we need to be responsible for our energy and what we're putting out there and what you think about you bring about. So that's right. another tip for you guys. You got to mind your mind. You have mm-hmm. a conscious mind and then you have a subconscious mind. Right. Your subconscious mind, which are the thoughts that um, are really deeply ingrained in there, our internal belief system, that is what goes out and attracts and manifests out into our world. So if you have these deeply ingrained beliefs or trauma stories that you're not enough, that money is evil, that all whatever that disbelief is, if you have that subconscious belief, you're going to go out there and and manifest it. So what Mm -hmm. you have to do, if you want to be a powerful manifester is set your intention for clarity of what it is that you want to create Uh, a good one around money. I'm going to share a beautiful uh, story. I, because money is something, some people are like, Oh, greedy people are money. Uh, Money, people who want money are greedy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's such a BS story. I'm like, I don't even need to repeat it. Right. You're like, I'm not even going to say it right. right. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to give it that power. I love it. 
so my whole life, pretty much, I mean, I've been on my own since I was 17 and yeah. I've always had multiple jobs. I've always hustled and worked, worked really hard right. for full-time college, two to three jobs, four to six hours of sleep a night. Oh my gosh, it was wild. And I had bought a story. So subconsciously I was storing the belief that I had to struggle to make money. Yep. I had to struggle to, uh, be in relationships. I thought that Mm. if I didn't struggle, then it wouldn't be worth it. Right. Right. My husband, he is amazing. And he's taught me so much. And one day he said, he's he's an engineer. So after work, he'll come home and he'll relax. He'll just sit Mm -hmm. on the couch. And I I used to think that was lazy, right? Mm Because in my belief system, if I'm not struggling, I'm not working, then I'm not worthy. And for him to just relax and do whatever he wanted, I was like, who do you think you are? (laughs) You're like, we have things to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But it was the biggest mindset shift that truly Mm. set me up for success because he said, babe, you don't have to work hard to earn money. Mm. You have to work smarter, not harder. And Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. And another example of this was I would always tell him, you know, babe, what could I do better? Like our life is so good together, but what could I do more? What could I do this? Could I do that? And he said, honey, I, I can't love you anymore or any less. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't mm. matter anything. Like you don't have to struggle for my love. Mm. I love yeah. you anyways. I was like, whoa. And we always say the struggle is real. And yeah, I like, I believe that. But at the same time, it's not, it doesn't have to be a requirement for your success story. Right. As soon as I understood that that was a subconscious belief that was going out there and creating that in my environment, I switched it. And my new story, which has changed my life and so many of my clients is that I live in easy world Mm. manifesting creating deep, deep love and connections and balance in my life is so effing easy. And once I shifted that, Mm -hmm. and I'm going back to the conscious mind and the subconscious, you have to, if you want to shift a trauma thought, you have to say an affirmation that will bring it Mm -hmm. into your conscious thought and say it again and again and again until it becomes subconscious and out there manifesting. So I have it all over. It's on my visor in my car. It's on Mm. my mirror. I have two places in my room where I have my affirmations. My affirmations also pop up on my phone at certain times of the day. So (laughs) fun. Yeah. So I write, I say to myself that I live in easy world. And since I did that, Things have been so easy. Acquiring clients is so easy. I manifested this new office. It was like this dream office in a dream yes. location. Everything about it. I manifested that so easily. I yeah. might have gotten a little disagreement or debate. And he goes, I think you're right. And I was like, that is so fucking easy. <laughs> you're like, of course I am. <laughs> yeah. So those yeah. would definitely be my top tips is using yeah. your big girl voice. Uh, what were they? using your big girl voice, um, having the affirmation, being willing mm-hmm. to shift it, right? Because the universe mm-hmm. will never override your free will. If your right. free will is to believe these things, mm-hmm. then the universe can't override it. So switch your story and change your life. Right. And then going back to the evidence thing, well, with a new affirmation, with a new belief system, then you find evidence that you already know that that is true. 
because it's not just about saying something. It's about, we have to believe it too. And the best visual of that, I've seen it everywhere. And that's why I like, Ashley, you were so brilliant to bring up the fact that you're like, okay, it's in my car, it's in my phone and things pop up. And then, and then it's in my, you know, but also what a wonderful thing to, to give your little girl. Okay. Side note number two. Okay. But back to where I was going. Um, it's almost like, okay, the, the perfect visual I have for this is like when you're at the water park and it's like the, well, they think the kids section and they have like the um the big tub of water and then eventually it like topples over and yeah. it like splashes all over you right and all the kids are like yes you know that's like the perfect example of this is that you are filling that up until it becomes your subconscious thought and then you reap all of the rewards of that being your subconscious thought. Amen. Amen. That is so <laughs> perfect. And it's also having faith when you mm -hmm. don't, don't see it happening. So yes. if, if you guys are in business and you're like, I have my month end goal, I'm not sure if I'm going to meet it. Mm -hmm. you, you have to switch that negative thought to an, a positive one immediately of, I know I'm going to hit this goal. Yes. And if not, this month is going to be next month. Like worst case scenario, it's still going to be awesome, but you have to have that faith even mm -hmm. when it doesn't seem like it's going to be possible because that mm -hmm. is the faith that creates. And that is the faith that manifests. Like I do not yeah. allow, I am unavailable for any negative thoughts. I call this mm -hmm. the energetic bend and snap. If you guys remember <laughs> Legally Blonde. Like, I love it. Okay. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that movie. And if you think about how positive she is, right? And yeah. There's a lot to learn from that. So the bend, as you know, you're bending to the ground. Those are your low vibrational thoughts. And those low mm. vibrational thoughts, again, what you think about, you bring about. So if you're like, oh, well, of course this happened, or of course I'm in traffic, or of course I don't have enough money, or mm. blah, 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 my work sucks, blah, blah, blah. If you stay in that Eeyore space, you're going to attract more of it. So if right. you ever notice on your path to ascension that these thoughts pop up about your body, your business, your life, anything, or people even, you're going to bend, honor, and recognize that this showed up, which is a trigger, and the yeah. triggers are good because then it come to the surface for us to integrate. So we're going to honor that, but bend, and we're going to snap. Throw your hand up into this high <laughs> vibrational state of joy and abundance. And we're going to shift that thought. If it is, oh my gosh, my body, I just feel so fluffy today and it's winter and I just like don't look good in any of my clothes or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're going to shift it and say, you know what? I love my body, my beautiful body. Thank you for my eyes to see, my ears to hear, my hands and my legs to mm -hmm. work magic and be of the greatest and highest service to our community. Yeah. Or even your job, I'll give an example with uh, business. I had thousands and thousands of dollars that I had expected to be in my account uh, per like contract and certain clients yeah. by the end of November. And right. this was per contract, right? And that money didn't come in. My, I honored the thought of like, why would my clients not pay this? Now I have to be bill collector, negative, mm -hmm. negative. But mm -hmm. I choose, especially with my relationship around money, I do not keep it in that low vibrational state. So I bend and I snapped and said, you know what? I know that this money is going to come in. I know yeah. that there's always enough money. There's always abundance because I trust myself. I trust, trust money. And I know that my clients are high quality and that they are going to hold up their end of the bargain. Yeah. So being unavailable for any negativity, honoring it, right? And letting it move through you, but being unavailable for those negative thoughts because what you think about 
that's what you manifest. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you kind of brought that up. And I love this idea of like, literally visualizing. And maybe that's the next step that people need to do. If this is a hard thing, literally envision yourself like bending over, you know, holding on to that negative thought and then like deciding to grab a higher one instead, one way above your head, like all the way up here. I just think that's such a great visual. And I love, I love the whole analogy. It's like, yeah, it comes from a movie. <laughs> no, but it's so good. Like, it's so good. All of that is awesome. I think that people are really going to listen to this podcast and be like, oh my gosh, I have some work I need to do, right? Mm -hmm. I have some things I need to work on, but it's also, that's okay. That, and that's a good place to be. You know, I, and I always have to remind myself too, I think with growth, that with growth comes growing pain sometimes. And those are okay too, but there's always something. We can always flip that negative thought on its head and see the positive in it and see the good within it and see what amazing things are a part of our life. Absolutely. And another thing that I teach, and it's silly, so I know you'll remember it, <laughs> is sometimes if we think a negative thought, we're like, oh, it's okay. Nobody saw that. So it's totally fine, right? Well, that's your hiccup with manifestation. Yeah. That is your that is a block that you are creating for yourself. So this came to me in this session. I just think it's so funny, but um, I call it flatulent thoughts. <laughs> so if you have a stinky thought that uh -huh. is so like, if, if somebody, your best friend were to hear you say that out loud, they'd be right. like, don't talk about my friend like that. Yeah. Right? And those are things like, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not worthy enough. Comparing yourself to other people, any negative thought that you have, I literally think of it as the biggest stinky fart ever. And you have a choice. You mm -hmm. can either sit in it or you can get up and be like, oh my, so goodness. I'm going to change my environment right now. I'm going to bang right. that. And for example, my husband um, this was earlier, this is a while ago. He had said, I want to put Presley in, in dance and in gymnastics and da da da. Yeah. And he said, I don't know if we could afford that right now. And I was like, mm. <laughs> that is that is your stink. I am not gonna sit in it again. Yeah. Like well, I'm unavailable for that flatulent thought. And so mm. I I told him that actually exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am unavailable. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, I love that. It was so gross. So if you ever, if you're around people who are gossiping and mm -hmm. you know it's toxic thinking, think of it as a flatulent thought. You get out of there. Again, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time yeah. around. And if you're thinking those thoughts yourself, yeah. don't sit in it because then you're going to walk around stinking all day and you put out those low yes. vibes to the world that doesn't attract clients, that doesn't attract friends, and it doesn't attract high vibe experiences. So kick those flashlight thoughts, eliminate the stinking thinking, and if it shows up, you're gonna mm -hmm. do the bend and snap. Yep, done, deal. <laughs> no, I love all of it. So let's talk about, because you just brought up a really good point about how important it is with the people that you're around, because okay, thank God your husband, you guys balance each other out, right? Thank God he, he was around um, when, when you were having those thoughts and he kind of broke your belief barrier, right? You were like, oh, I don't have to work hard. I don't have to work hard for love, for money, for all of these things, right? That's such an ingrained thought that so many people have. But also thank God, you know, on the opposite, um, <laughs> you were like, I'm not gonna live in that thought. And then that probably challenged his beliefs too, to be like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't be thinking this right now. So, okay, let's go like stream this in because 
I don't have a husband, right? Okay, of a cat. <laughs> I currently have a cat. Um, but there are other people out here who are like, okay, well, yeah, um, you know, but my husband doesn't do that, or my boyfriend doesn't do that, or my girlfriend, or whatever, etc. And how do you suggest finding more of those high vibe people that you can spend your time with to keep up leveling together, right? And having those belief breaker moments together, like. Could we talk about just the importance of that and like how to find them, et cetera, and what you found to be really beneficial for you and your business? Totally. The answer to that is pray. Yeah. You, and if you've ever had a moment when you're on your knees and you're crying and you're like, God, give me a sign, please show me the way. Mm -hmm. And very soon after, voila, something mm -hmm. is revealed to you. What happened? You got clear. You used your big girl voice and you completely yeah. believed that because it couldn't get any worse, it was only going to get better. That just proved manifestation, right? And yeah. how, how that works. So pray, if you're looking for that tribe, number one, or someone who will speak that wisdom and life into you, then uh, number one, you gotta, you gotta trim the hedges. You gotta trim the weedy people that are, the weedy or seedy people who are not <laughs> for your highest service, who are gossipy, who make you feel bad about yourself or yeah. who are kind of aggressive. So that's number one. You got to clean up the area in order for that stink to go away. Mm. Uh, number two is, is pray. Really right. set an intention around it. And even, yeah. gosh, I am so grateful for our friendship. And yeah. I had prayed. I said in my business, like when you are hitting like the financial road not roadblocks, the financial uh, things that we are, like we are the success that we're experiencing in our business. It yeah. can be really lonely at the top. And a lot of my friends are stay at home moms or something. So I can't really talk to them about business. And I had prayed mm -hmm. and I used the words, I need a growth friend. I need a growth friend mm -hmm. who is hitting consistent five figure months, who is bubbly and bouncy like I am, mm -hmm. who believes what I believe, who have the, has momentum that I want. Like I put my order into the universe and mm -hmm. shortly after I was on a group, I don't even know which one. And I you posted, yes. um, you posted and they're like, Hey, I'm going to be a digital nomad. And I'm looking for friends. Here's the criteria. Bing, bing, mm -hmm. bing. I set the intention. I believed it would happen. And you literally posted everything about it. So that's how we became friends. And now yeah. our friendship is blossoming where we can cry together and we can right. this off of each other. Yeah. It's beautiful. But I prayed and I got clear. Mm. And I also created room and space for that, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're some, a lot of my friends, like they'll be struggling they're in a toxic relationship that they know isn't healthy for them. It could be a yeah. friendship, but usually it's with, in, with a person. Right. Like yeah. you got to close one door and show that you trust, you trust the universe enough to bring you what you are worthy. You have to shut that door before something beautiful will be able to come in. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of that way with your tribe too. Like you got to oh, kick yeah. your old habits because we're high vibe people and we will honor anyone who's on their path in any place that they're, they are along the way, but we can't really afford to be dragging Eeyore people to the exactly. surface. Right. Yeah. So people need to raise their vibration for other high vibe people to get on their level. So do yeah. your work, my friends. Well, and I love that you said that because what I've noticed a lot in my growth journey and becoming the version of myself that I am today is I have shedded, I've, I've shedded, is that a word? I, well, it's going to be a word today. I have shedded <laughs> a lot. I've shedded a lot of people. I've shedded a lot of, of just things that no longer serve me. But when the time of shedding happened, 
it didn't necessarily feel good. And I think it's important to talk about too, because it's like, yes, but the important is, is okay. It's not about what I'm going through. It's where I'm going. And it's about what I know and that trust. So that's why we have to have that underlining trust and belief because, okay, I know this doesn't feel great right now, but you know what, where I'm going is the most beautiful, magical place. And I trust that God and the universe and all the angels and everything have my back to take me to that next person or take me to that next opportunity, to that next open door that I'm supposed to take. Right? Love it. And rejection is God's protection. Mm, Rejection is God's protection. Whether you don't get that client or Mm -hmm. you don't get that job or that relationship doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. Have faith. Don't don't be in that low vibrational state. You bend and you snap because just know rejection is God's protection. And the universe, again, is always happening for you. There's always a greater plan. And it takes the same amount of energy to think a negative thought as it does a positive one. Mm -hmm. So use that energy to think positively, not, oh, I didn't get that job or I didn't get that client because I wasn't good enough or in that relationship, I wasn't pretty enough. Like, hell no. Right. Available for that stuff. Yes. Yes. And then being clear on what you actually want. I love that you said that protection thing. Oh my gosh. That was so good because it's almost like when the bad things happen, you can literally write down and be like, thank you so much for protecting me. Thank you for being here to protect me because we're not alone in this because especially because I know there's mostly entrepreneurs listen to this podcast. I mean, we have lots of amazing people, but the entrepreneur world gets so lonely. That's why we're talking about this tribe. We're talking about finding your biz buddies, your growth buddies, the people who are going to lift you up and support you when you're feeling low, but also knowing that there is something bigger than all of us that is with you every step of the way on your journey. And thank you for protecting you. You know, that's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Ah, okay. Well, this podcast, I know you've like literally told us so much about um, your past and everything too, but I would love to dive into this topic and this subject a little bit more because this is a question I ask everyone because I think it's so powerful. So since this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self, can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle that truly made you feel victorious? Yeah. All the my whole life. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was like, you totally laid all of that out on the table. But I was like, I wonder if there's something specific that was like, oh man, when this happened, it changed my world. You know? Yeah. You, you know, my whole life has been that. And there are a series of many examples, but the core of it was faith. So being mm. in a really abusive, um, oh gosh, a really abusive, abusive family. Like I was told I wasn't pretty enough. So mm. I ended up being a model and was on like covers of magazines and stuff. They said I wasn't what? smart enough. That's yeah, awesome. they said <laughs> I wasn't able to, I wasn't smart enough mm. to be in AP classes. And so like later on, I was like constantly proving people wrong when they said I yeah. couldn't do something because I believed in myself more than their negative talk about yes. their negative opinions of me. So I wasn't smart enough. And they said I wasn't pretty, I wasn't um, yeah, smart enough. And so I ended up being the only one in my family, immediate family to go to college. Um, people like whatever it is, someone told me, well, if your family wasn't successful in an, as an entrepreneur, then you won't be sex- successful. And mm-hmm. I believed that for a second. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, maybe that's what it is. And then I'm like, fuck that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We get to choose, we get to create our reality. You yes. know, there's another part where, uh, I had a guy who was like totally into in college and he (laughs) had told me, he said, I could never be with you because of your family. And I was so 
heartbroken because his family was really Christian and they were beautiful. And I was like, Oh, it'd be so nice to have a family like that. But when he said that, that hurt me so bad. He's like, I could never be with you because of your family. And so I had this fear that maybe I would never find anyone who would find me worthy of that. Right. But I'm like, bend and snap. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And now I have an amazing family and my family is my extended family. Like, like my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and things like that. But I created that. So that is my victory. The small victories that have added up to the magnificent and magical life that I live today. And the key to all of it was having faith, having faith that I was worth more, that I am unstoppable, that I can do anything, that this world is for me. Things are happening for me. Okay, God, Mm -hmm. show me how, what is my next step? What is my next adventure in being in a state of wonder and curiosity? And again, like, Yes. My whole life. I'm so grateful. And a lot of people are like, Ashley, hearing your story, they're like, we don't know how you've made it, how you weren't on, you weren't homeless on the streets, how you Mm -hmm. weren't addicted to these things, because that's the typical trajectory. It was like, because I decided and I followed my intuition. I followed my heart. And I feel when you, that is the biggest victory. Mm. I feel like I'm speechless after that. I'm like, man, that was so good. Okay. Did you guys all take notes? (laughs) No, but seriously, I'm just like, wow, like that's so true. And it's, it just, just because something happened to you, just because you went through something, someone said something to you, it's just the epitome of, we don't have to own any of that. And we get to decide from now on who we are going to be and the person we are going to become and what we want our life to look like, because of course it can look that way and allowing ourselves to dream and to trust that it's just all going to work out. This is amazing. This is uh, brilliant. People are going to be like, oh my God, I'm on fire. I'm so excited to see who shares this episode because I'm like, oh man, this is incredible. But Tell everyone, like, what is the most exciting thing going on in your life or your business right now um, so people can join in on the excitement? Yeah, absolutely. So on Facebook, I do have the Mediocre to Magical Academy. That is my baby. I love it so much. It's a beautiful academy. It's free. And so I do weekly free classes in there, everything from, uh, well, helping people get comfortable with the metaphysical world, whether it's ghosts and spirits or Mm -hmm. divination tools or manifestation Monday, where I share evidence, whether it's with my clients or myself, how you tips to manifest, but what it looks like when that actually comes to fruition. So definitely join mediocre to magical Academy, a Facebook group. And then also I do individual coaching programs, which are amazing. And I also have I, something I've been sitting on for years and it's called the passionistas playbook. Yeah. And it is, it is an eight week program with all of my best stuff as a psychic. I'm able to channel a lot of this information in. I'm able to see things differently. I'm able to see the block pretty much as soon as somebody opens their mouth. And mm. so after all of the clients that I have had, I have combined the most important groundwork and put it in this passionistas playbook to inspire people and show them how and give them the tools to design a vibrant life everything from Mm. money manifestation to high vibrational eating to self-love all of the above i love it i love it okay all of the links to all the things will be in the show notes for sure um but you just told a lot of that i was going to say where else can people find you so um you just gave us a lot you gave us your facebook group um and then of course i'm sure the other things are located on your website and everything too with working with you but where else can people find you and stalk you and see more of the things 
Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So if you add me on Facebook, I would love it so much, but definitely send me a message because I do not add anyone on Facebook unless I know them personally, because that's how I work. I want to have that heart to heart connection. So send me a message on Facebook and we could definitely be besties. And on Instagram, um, I'm just Ashley Amudzai. My handle is vibrantly you. So you can see me on there as well. And my website is ashleyamudzai.com. Perfect. Ah, well, thank you so much for being um, a guest and having this beautiful conversation and this talk. I know that so many people are going to have so many takeaways and just, they're going to be ready for growth. They're going to be so ready for growth. (laughs) Yeah. And one more thing I wanted to add that um, in my office, I think I'm going to have this sign made and Mm -hmm. Einstein had said, you can live your life as if nothing is a miracle or Mm. as if everything is a miracle. Yes. And when you are in the constant practice of lining up with your intuition, doing the bend and snap and staying in that high vibrational space, mm-hmm. that is when you create a magical life. So I am so honored to be here. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. And just massive love and limitless possibilities to all here that are listening. And I'd love to connect with you. Mm, so good. Oh, wait, go stalk her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.